Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Good morning and welcome to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. What a spectacular weekend out there. The, the weather has just been absolutely beautiful. We've had a little bit of rain. Um, some of the rain has been uh, kind of uh, scattered. Not, uh, not everybody has got as much or uh, some didn't get hardly any uh but the um it's uh you know we definitely got a little bit of rain throughout the week so uh the uh, the landscape is definitely kind of uh, coming back uh, uh you know it got it was getting a little dry there for a while but i think uh, we're finally uh, uh that the rain really helped uh a lot to get these plants uh, back uh, you know to, to handle the heat and the drought uh, of the summer uh some of the things to um to kind of pay attention to at this time of the year uh, of course your annuals just make sure that uh you do uh you know cut those back uh especially as they get a little bit uh beaten up sometimes this heavy rain that we have had will beat uh, the flowers up or will beat the plants up a little bit uh you know just cut them back uh give feed them osmocote and uh it would also would not hurt on your annuals every so often to just uh give it some miracle grow liquid you know to it uh, so it's, um, you know, just make sure that uh, you keep up on it because when it comes in uh, late August, September, October, uh, these plants are going to be absolutely spectacular. They're going to run the, the best show of the year. They'll be full. They'll be, uh, uh, you know, the, the cool nights will really uh, change the uh, on how they um, how they thrive and how they'll perform. But but cutting them back is really a, a big big part of it. The, uh, you know, on your, uh, on your perennials, uh, if you have not fed them, make sure that you feed them osmocote. This is what they, they really need at this time of the year. Uh, feed them heavy, cut them back if they're spent. Uh, if they're down bloomy, just go ahead and get the, um, all the the old flowers off uh the the best way to cut perennials you cut them back down to about the four or five inches and then put the fertilizer around them you want them to re-break out of the bottom you want them to come back out of the ground so that you will get the uh you will get a lot of um you know a lot of flowers uh back uh ground covers you know pecasandra uh myrtle uh, any of the ground covers that you have uh, i would go ahead and spray them with a with a fungicide at this time of the year when you get uh uh, the, this much moisture and it starts to sit there, it really does affect the, uh, uh, the ground covers. Uh, so, uh, I would go ahead and spray them with the fungicide and feed them osmocote at this time so they will really, uh, get them nice and, um, healthy and full, uh, and growing through the summer. This will be the last time you feed them, uh, you know, for the year so that uh, you want to keep them good and healthy. That's really what it takes. Um, the plant, you know, like I said, the, the water has been very uneven, so make sure that, uh, you know, when you water, check them, uh, especially plants that where you have some homes have a um, much larger overhang uh, than others. Uh, while, while it may rain, uh, you, while you may think that, uh, you know, they got a good soaking, uh, you may find out that they're, uh, they're bone dry under those overhangs. So you want to make sure that you, uh, you do double check that uh, every, uh, every so often. Uh, on the tomatoes, uh, make sure that you remove all your bottom leaves. Uh, or, you know, they don't do anything, and generally that they, they become a little bit of a an area where the insects go and kind of lay their eggs. Uh, so remove that. that. That allows air to go through. 
remove the suckers, uh, open them up so you get more air, more light uh, to go through the plant, and and also add a little bit of calcium to it. Uh, lightning lime is the best thing to use. Oh, you need just a literally a little handful right around the base, water it in, and uh, that should be uh, you know pretty well pretty well set um on your shrubs you know through with the summer and that make sure that you mulch them if they're not mulched uh mulch really uh, does help a tremendous amount to keep the moisture in there it also uh helps keep the weeds down um but more than that it does it prevents those little fiber roots to be right on top of the ground from uh, from burning up uh, so you want to make sure that uh, you know you keep your plants mulched and uh, that really makes a difference on the watering and uh, and the weeding uh, the garlic uh, should uh, just about ready to be picked. If it's yellow uh, and the uh, tufts have fall down, just go ahead and uh, lift them out of the ground. Uh, put them in the garage. Dry them out. Air dry them. You know, clean them with your hands as much as you can. Uh, uh, the dirt off, and then um, just let them air dry. Once they're uh, dried up really well, bunch them up uh, in small bunches and hang them uh, in a dark, dry place. Uh, that's where they will uh, hold. Um, you know, a lot of. Um, you know, for a long time. Uh, the moles and voles uh, in some areas have been much more active, especially if there's a lot of moisture. Uh, Mole Max works very well. Uh, make sure you water that in and uh, on top of the ground for chipmunks and squirrels and the skunks. Uh, just uh, repels all works very, very well. Just kind of uh, sprinkler all around the areas where you know where they're at, and uh, you know the uh, uh, you know that will uh, you know that will control them. Uh, with the moisture that we have had, the mosquitoes, uh, there you know just to be aware of it. You know just to be very mindful of that. Especially uh, don't leave any buckets around that does got water in. Uh, make sure that you refresh uh, the bird bats on a weekly basis. Uh, clean them up. Sometimes they have a little bit of that. Uh, a moss at the bottom you know make sure that you uh you go ahead and um, you know wipe that off and clean it um the spireas uh they need to be trimmed uh you can keep spireas blooming every six weeks uh as soon as they're done blooming just go ahead and trim them uh feed them they'll be right back um in about it takes about three weeks they'll be back in bloom they'll bloom for three four weeks trim them again but you can keep them blooming all the way into the uh late october november so make sure that uh, that you do that um also the the pines and the spruces uh hemlock boxwoods taxes uh, junipers um make sure that those this is the time to, to to trim them especially the pines and the spruces now when you go to trim the pine and spruces what you want to do you want to take um about f uh, to uh, two thirds of the new growth that they have, cut that off. Um, that will keep, that will leave enough room there for the new buds to set. That's how you keep those plants really tight, and that's how you get them to to fill out. You also control the growth um, by doing that. Uh, so the, on the junipers, uh, you can cut them uh, hard uh, if you want. The same thing with uh, you know boxwoods and uh, uh, taxes. Uh, you can go ahead and give them a nice uh, you know nice trim, clean them up real nice, and uh, make sure that you feed them uh, plant uh, halitone and iron tone at this time of the year. Um, and uh, you're pretty well all set. Feed them again when it comes the end of October, mid-November. You want to feed them again when the when we get we start to get into in the cool weather. Um, some of the um, 
if you want to add some color to you know to your uh, landscape, especially around the patio, especially around areas where you spend some time, uh, the, some of the the new varieties of plant material that we have now, I'm strictly amazed uh, by you know every year how uh, some of these plants perform and how they uh, and how much color they add to our uh, you know to our landscape. The arborescence side ranges. Uh, the arborescence are the Annabelle type of hydrangeas. Uh, some of the new varieties that we have, there is blush. Uh, it's uh, just a beautiful uh, pink, uh, rose, uh, you know, colored, uh, very, very uh, strong bloomer, rebloomer. You know, as the flowers are done on the arborescence, cut the flowers off, go down about three nodes down the stem. They will start up all over again. Ruby is another one that's uh, it's a new one that's been out a couple of years. It is absolutely spectacular. Invincible Spirit too. Another thing about these new varieties, on, on these $1, it all goes to the cancer research, uh, breast cancer research. Uh, uh, for um, you know, so far they've raised well over a million dollars for uh, you know for that. Uh, but uh, besides that, they are just a, a real joy to have around your landscape. Uh, all the new varieties of um, uh, you know the uh, Mophead uh, hydrangeas, uh, LA Dreaming uh, is one of the really good ones. Really a tremendous rebloomer. Uh, the uh, you know the uh, the Let's Dance um, uh, uh, the series there is several different uh, varieties in there uh the double delight series uh these are all tremendous varieties that they will keep on reblooming those are all rebloomers uh so that you will have a, a long long blooming uh, season the same thing on the rebloomers um when they're down blooming go ahead and cut the bloom off down about to about three three nodes below it, it rebreaks and it, it will set the buds again uh so the there's a there's a whole a whole the, the, the number of new varieties is pretty amazing uh and that the focus is all on rebloomers and really very unique colors uh there's a new one called total world it's got kind of a um uh maroon uh green uh bluish white uh, color like three four colors in the one uh just absolutely spectacular and, and the wedding uh the wedding gown uh, uh the series there's a whole series of them over there they're, they're all rebloomers they're much more dwarf just tremendous tremendous plants to have in your landscape in the paniculata varieties you know the bobo the sweet summer um the little lime uh these are all varieties that they bloom for a long long time and the same thing on the paniculata when they're done blooming, if you cut that flower off, they will rebreak and they will rebloom. Uh, these are varieties that uh, they are very, very uh, tough. They're they're very hardy for our area. Um, low maintenance, uh, not uh, not not a, a disease problem with these plants. So just a, a just tremendous, tremendous addition to our uh, to our you know to the landscape and especially in areas where um, you spend some time sitting. The, the color uh, really enhances that whole area. You are listening to Gardening with Angela. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. We're going to take a short pause. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Gerard Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing today? Question for you. Welcome back. We had Noelle there for a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah she was great. She's good. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, listen, we have such beautiful weather, but we're having trouble with a weeping cherry tree. The tree is beautiful, but every other week we get these suckers at the bottom of it. It's enough to drive you crazy. You can't even keep up with cutting them. What do we do about these suckers at the bottom of the tree all the time? They're about a foot long when they come out. Yeah, there's actually a product called Sucker Out. Uh, that you can actually spray uh, on the bottom of it. The best time to do that is in the spring. But what I would do now, you know, if you if you you know cut them all out, yeah, and then um, just go ahead and spray them. You know, there is there's several different varieties of weeping cherries. So uh-huh. the weeping cherries that they are um, grafted uh, on the uh, on the top. Uh, those will, you know, generally they will not sucker depending on the type of uh, rootstock that they use. Uh, on some, uh, you know, the, if the rootstock is not, uh, it's not a grafted variety, uh, then you wind up with uh, a lot more of the suckering. But the best way for now, you know, cut, cut down what you have there, spray it with that. But then next year when it comes in the spring, just go ahead and spray it with the, uh, with that. And that should, uh, that should help out a lot. I thought there was something that you kind of wrap the tree with down, oh. at the, down at the trunk, like you wrap it with some kind of a, not burlap, but like a, a paper. Well, I mean, you, you could, you, you could do that. You know, I've never done that. I don't know if it works, but what I, if you want to try that, then cut that down as close to the ground as you can. Then I would get a, um, a thick paper, uh, like maybe about two or three sections together. Cut it, wrap it around the tree, and then put mulch on top of that. Um, uh-huh. they, they, they will cut the light out 100% by cutting the light out. Uh, it, that might work even better than anything else. I, 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 I didn't think about that, but that, uh, uh, that might work very well. Just get like about a couple sections of paper, make the cut so that you can wrap it around the trunk, uh-huh. uh, fill, fill it out nicely, and then put the mulch on top of that. Um, that, uh, that will cut all the light out, but yet they will let all the, the moisture in. Um, and the, uh, so it, it should, it, they should choke, they, they should work, actually. They should work. It wouldn't hurt the tree, would it? No, not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. Not at all. Would you just take regular newspaper? Just regular newspaper. Yeah, but you just, you know, get a, get a couple sections, the thickness of a couple sections. Uh-huh. And uh, it works very well. Like if you have, uh, sometimes if you have like morning glory or some weeds that they get in between the plants and, uh, you can get, you can get to them, uh, to get rid of them. Uh, that's, that method works extremely, extremely well around there. All you do, you just basically make the slit, wrap the paper all the way around, uh, the base of it and then put the mulch on top of it. Uh, that works very, very well to get rid of, um, weeds that sometimes you just can't do it any other way. How far up do you put the mulch? <clears throat> About two inches. About two inches? Yeah, that's all. Okay. Well, that'll help us out because it, it's a pain on the neck. You've got to cut them every two weeks. I, They're I, growing I, like crazy. I think that'll work. And, you know, call me back. Let me know how that works. So if it works and anybody else that has that problem, they know how to fix it. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, enjoy Thanks your day. Have a nice day. It's yeah. a beautiful day. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Angelo. Bye-bye. Morning, Gary Angelo. Good morning. Angel. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Good. Got a couple questions for you. I, uh, for the first time, I, I bought a Crocosmia um, uh, plant, uh-huh. and uh, it's you know finished blooming now. <clears throat> the leaves are starting to um, you know brown up. Yep. Do I uh, cut just, that back? Just now? go ahead and cut it back. Uh, cut you cut it down to the ground. It's done for the year. 
Okay. Uh, that um, that is from a bulb from a rhizome, so uh, the the foliage is just going to die back and uh, be done. So, yeah, just cut it back, and next year it'll just be back about four or five times the size that it was this year. No, I, I uh, planted it uh, in the spot, but I want to move it. Can I move that? Now? Yeah, I would. Uh, uh, I would go ahead and move that like in uh, uh, mid August, late August. Okay. That, would, that would be a much better time to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, they like, they like sun and they like a well-drained area. Okay. And, uh, any fertilizer? I would, I would just go ahead and put some, uh, you know, just plant on. Okay. Um, and, you know, just make, it's a beautiful plant and the, the bigger it gets, uh, the blooming will last, uh, longer and longer and longer because it, it won't all come up at one time. It'll, it'll, the, the, the uh, branches, the, the blooming branches, uh, will come up. Uh, you know, with a spacing in between, so uh, and hummingbirds love that plant. Oh, good! I've I've always admired that, and I yep. finally purchased yep. one. Yep, so. yep, great plant. Okay, great. Um, All right. Another one. Um, I've I've still uh, talked to you a month or six weeks ago about. I've got a couple uh, rhythmic blue hydrangeas yes. and, uh, and wedding gown yes. um, hydrangeas, and they've had a difficult time this this summer. Um, a lot of brown leaves, and and I've been kind of. Uh, you know, cutting those off, and and uh, at this point, they seem to be doing a little bit better with the recent rain. Yeah, they will do. Um, as it, um, when you plant them to where you know when it comes in the summer, especially like rhythmic blue, um, it will. Um, you know, with when you plant with the heat uh, just comes on, and then you have. I mean, we had the the uh, uh, the rains have just been so sporadic. Uh, that's really um, been a little bit difficult, but now that we're getting into a much more even, uh, you will find that that plant not only will, um, you know, re, you know, reflush and uh, rejuvenate, uh, but the blooming power that that will have between now and the end of October, middle of November, uh, will be quite amazing. Should I uh, fertilize them? I would just go ahead and feed it. I would, you know, just put uh, you know, plant tone and iron tone. Okay. On it, and uh, yeah, it, it it the the best of that is yet to come for the rest of the year, uh, and it, it's a dwarf. It doesn't get to be very big. It only gets to be about maybe a two to two and a half feet in height and about three to three and a half feet in, feet in width. Um, but it is spectacular. It just get better and better and better. It's a very very hardy, uh, tough plant for here. Uh, the blooming power. It's all out of the new growth. Uh, so what I would do, if you really want to have something super spectacular, when it comes in um, December, I would wrap the plant with um, a piece of burlap. Uh, if you protect more of that old wood, uh, basically next spring, uh, that, will, that will bloom first. Um, so you'll, you'll, bloom, you'll start blooming on there by late May, and it will not stop until November. It'll just keep right on going nonstop all the way through. Uh, the more of that old wood you have, uh, the, the more flower power you're going to have up front. And then the, as they, it comes right out of the ground, uh, those will all be flowers that comes out. So uh, it is an amazing bloomer. And that's, that's the rhythmic blue? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. And the the wedding gown is so, same, same thing, same thing, thing. Okay. same thing. Yeah, yeah it's really, it, really stunted. It's only yeah. about twelve inches high. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the wedding gown only gets to be about maybe uh, fifteen to eighteen inches in total height, oh, okay. uh, but it goes wide. But it gets very mounding. It, it, it's really a gorgeous, gorgeous plant. So same, just do the same. Sa thing. Same thing, exactly. Like yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Good. You Thank have a you. great day. Yep. You too. Bye bye. Bye now. Morgan Arangelo. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing good. This is Pete from Cleveland Heights. Hi, Pete. 
Uh, just a little feedback. The cucumber uh, crop has really done great this year. It's amazing. They were, they're all hidden, but my son went out and picked a whole basket full. Awesome. Yeah, that is. I got a question about the, uh, the lilies the, around my pond. Uh, when do you, do you cut them all the way back to the ground when they finish blooming? Yeah, I would just go ahead and cut the, yeah, you want to cut the stem at ground level. You don't want to okay. leave any stubs over there. Um, and, you know, as, as they get done, just go ahead and cut them. Um, and then as, as they die back, once the, uh, the foliage starts to die back, then just go ahead and cut the whole thing down to the ground. Okay, good. Um, the other thing is I've tried with, I bought some Rattelzol and I think it's, it's keeping the raccoons away from my pond because they like to eat the buds yep. of the water lilies. Yep. But the squirrels, they're immune to everything. They're eating all my pears, man. I this for years and years and years. I'd like to. I put the repels all. I put some deer spray on there. Nothing. I can't <clears> get them <throat> stuff. You got a suggestion? Um. Uh, get a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, that, that is you know the that is an amazing animal. That is just absolutely amazing and, and smart yeah. beyond beyond comprehension how smart that uh, that animal is. But it, they're tough to you know it repels all you know in some cases it, you know it will help with that. Uh, some cases it doesn't, but uh, it. Um, there's really nothing else on the market that uh, that'll help uh, them, you know, more than Repelzol does. Okay, I got one other quick one. Thank you for that. Um, I've got some uh, plantone left over. Uh, should I put that around my tomato plants now? Uh, uh, if you have not fed them this summer, I would. Okay. All right. Well, All that's right. it. Hey, thanks so much. All right. Have well, you have one. a great day. Yeah. Mm, bye bye. More yeah, Angelo. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Hello. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Um, okay, I have a couple of questions. First of all, uh, when you get uh, tree uh, shavings, uh, when they um, cut down trees, and uh-huh. then they, where, what, is that, what is the chemical of that, and where can you use that? those shavings? Well, those, uh, you really, the worst thing you can do is use those, uh, you know, uh, fresh. Uh, they will really kill the plants that you put that around. Basically, what that will do will suck all the nitrogen <clears throat> right out of the ground. Oh. And uh, now you can compost that. It takes uh, generally about a season. So oh. if you pile it up next spring, you should be able to use that. Uh, as you, If you do pile it up, just go ahead and use some uh, hydrated lime on top of it. That will help the breakdown of it, and that will also help the uh, pH. Uh, but uh, whatever you do, don't use that on any of your shrubs or trees or, or any plants um, when, it, when it's fresh because it will literally kill all your plants. Okay. Uh, when can I move uh, hydrangeas? Uh, I have uh, some that were uh, potted that I planted and some that um, I was able to get new growth mm-hmm. of the existing. Yeah, but the, I want, the, I, if you want to move on, the best time to move on would be about uh, mid, mid-September. Uh, what I would do is I would pick uh, you know a couple of days that's going to be on the cooler side. Or, or if you can do it when you know it's going to be um, cloudy and moist, uh, you know, after you move them, uh, that's the best time to do it. Uh, but after the middle of September, 
Uh, you should be able to do that. Another thing that you may want to do is water them really well the day before you're going to do that. Um, so that they have good moisture in there. And, um, if it's, uh, if, you know, if you're in a sunny, uh, period, uh, just move them at the end of the day, uh, so that, uh, they'll have a little bit of time to acclimate. Oh, so if in September, that whatever I plant, then it'll give it enough time for it to root? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Oh, okay. And then, um, do we trim Agastache back like a perennial? Yes, yes. You, you, whenever they're, whenever they're blooming, you know, they're all done blooming, just go ahead and cut them down to the ground. Uh, they, you know, you know, it just, the, the crown just gets bigger and bigger on that every year. Uh, but once it doesn't look, uh, once it's down blooming, it's not a rebloomer. Uh, so when it's down blooming, just go ahead and cut it down to the ground and, uh, you're done for the year. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you Thank have a, you. Have a good day. Have a great day. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Gardening with Angelo. We're going to take a short pause for the news. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petit. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Morning, Gower Angelo. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. I have uh, some of my rhododendrons. Uh, some of the leaves are curling up lengthwise and yellowing and then dropping. Are those at the very bottom? Uh, no, they're, they're at the top. They're on, on the top of the plant. Uh, the the, uh, uh, the moisture uh, would be uh, one of the things to look at. To make sure that uh, they're not in a area where um, moisture doesn't drain, you know, fast enough. Uh, that will cause that. Um, I would also uh, look at, uh, you know, I don't know the last time you fed them. Uh, rural ranchers, we should feed them in early spring. You should feed them in at the end of June, middle of July. Uh, feed them heavy with halitone and iron tone. Uh, I would also spray them with a uh, fungicide uh, at this time. Just uh, they're very, um, uh, they don't like the, uh, the the swings in temperatures. Uh, when you get hot and then you get cooled and you, you know, or wet and uh, and dry. Uh, so sometimes, they, you know, that, it'll affect them. But I would go ahead and uh, feed them and spray them with fungicide. They should take care of it. Okay. And another question. Uh, I have a Chinese Kusa dogwood. I just uh, bought and planted about four weeks ago. And the leaves are like a lot of yellow and green. Is it made in, uh, watered enough or could it be something else? Well, I would, you know, the, the thing that you got to be careful when you first buy, first of all, you bought a very good variety. The, the Chinese dogwood is, uh, the Kuza is just a great, great plant. Um, when you first buy them, especially at this time of the year, uh, with the, uh, with the weather being, uh, a little bit on the erratic side with moisture and heat. Uh, you want to make sure that uh, you keep them moist but not wet. Um, they uh, none of them like uh, you know to be uh, to to be in a very wet area. Um, so what I would do is you know if you can like with a little trowel, just kind of go down two three inches, check the check how the soil is, check how moist the soil is because sometimes you should water them well about once every four or five days uh, if we don't have rain. Uh, okay. that, that's really what they need. Um, I don't know, did you feed them when you planted them? Yeah, I put the uh, plantone. Yep. Uh, that, that, you know, that's perfectly right there. Uh, that, that's all I would do. Just, uh, and I would mulch, uh, the top. The, the mulch will help, uh, really keep the, uh, moisture a lot more even. If it's not mulched, I would go ahead and mulch that. 
Um, but, uh, you know, the, the thing, you know, just uh, kind of check the moisture, make sure that uh, you're not overwatering it. How big will that uh, dog get? They get, they, no, they're slow growers. Um, they get, they'll get to be, I say, maximum height would probably be maybe 15 feet, um, depending on which variety it is of the kuzas. Uh, there's, there, there are several different varieties, but, uh, uh, the biggest I've seen is about 15 feet and about, uh, uh, 10, uh, 10, 12 foot wide. And that would be the variety called Milky Way. Uh, I've seen it that big. Uh, the others, uh, uh, some of the most of the new varieties are actually smaller than that. Okay. And last question: Could I plant a tree where I took out a tree and ground the stump? And mm. what I did a lot of uh, lime on there right now. Could I plant next year in that same area? Yeah, next year you could. I will not plant now. Uh, the best way to test that uh, when it comes next spring. Uh, just uh, get a, like a little handful of grass seed. Just sprinkle some grass seed on there. If grass seed germinates and it you know and it, and it looks healthy, time to plant. If the grass seed doesn't do that, uh, then wait. Uh, you know then that still needs uh, time to to break down. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Angelo. Good morning. Uh, a couple of months ago, I called you about bare root stock giant hibiscus i put them in the ground oh my god these things have got hundreds of buds on them they're going to be huge but what do i do at the end of the growing season with them uh just cut them down to the ground and leave them and just yeah mulch them with anything yeah i mean i would go ahead and mulch all your perennials at that time of the year i would i would uh as big as those you know as big as flowers and uh the um how much they produce, you want to put the mulch down now if you don't have mulch on there. Yeah. Uh, it'll really even out the moisture a lot better. It'll hold the moisture a lot better. Okay. Now, on these, what you can do is they get down blooming. Yep. You can actually um, uh, take the, um, go ahead and cut where the flower is, uh, go yep. down a couple, you know, a couple, you know, a couple buds there. Yeah. Uh, they keep on blooming. They don't stop blooming. If you keep doing that, uh, let's say every couple of weeks you go through there and just kind of look at all the ones that they're spent. You cut those off. Yep. Uh, they will re-break and they will re-bloom it. They will set buds and re-bloom again. Uh, they will bloom well into October. Oh, well, if you do that, plant. yeah, yeah, okay. and, uh, stay, and feed them. You know, I would feed them asthma coat now, yep. so yep. that uh, you keep them really going all the way until uh, the end of the year. Okay, very good. Thank uh, you much. All right, you have a great day. Yep. Bye bye, Margaret Rangelo. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. How about you? Doing great. Okay, help me with my little issue here. I planted a pinky winky hydrangea. And the flower started to flush. It was beautiful. And it, it's, it's newer, so. But the deer decided to lunch on it and ate half my flowers. Hmm. Will those flowers come back next year? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that plant will rebloom again this year. Oh, okay. So I, I just barricaded it so they won't touch it this year. Yeah, what, um, what you do where the flower is cut the flower off about one note below where the flower ends. Okay. That will re-break, and that's got plenty of time to re-bloom. That will, oh. uh, will bloom again uh, uh, mid-September, and they should stay in bloom all the way to the end of October. Because they are huge, and they are beautiful. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, for anybody else that's listening out there, uh, and these these are they're the paniculata type of wide range of what she's talking about. Um, so uh, they all re-bloom. 
Uh, the way to do that is when the flower is done, just cut that flower one note below where the flower uh, ends, uh, and it will rebreak and it will rebloom. They will bloom late into October, uh, into mid-November if we don't have a freeze. So there, um, there, there's something that you can keep in bloom all summer on without ending. And what do I feed it? Uh, Plantone and iron tone. Just like my shrubs. Just like, like everything else, uh, that it's not an evergreen. Okay. Very All right. Good. Okay. Thank you. Good choice. Have a good day. Thank you. Do you do the same. Bye bye. Bye bye. Angelo. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Angelo. How are we doing? Beautiful, cool morning. Boy, huh? and how. Oh, I love it. Great to be in Ohio. Yes. Uh, here's my, my thing. I'm calling on behalf of my son. He has a white house and a white c- truck, and he's got artillery fungus. And the whole house is spotted. The whole truck is spotted on the mulch side. Uh, it's I, What can you do with that stuff? Um, well, any the, ideas? Yeah, I think uh, there's um, there's a product that you can wash that with, uh, but that just escapes me now. Uh, can yep. you, do me a favor? Uh, okay. If you can just email our uh, um, our our office, uh-huh. uh huh, and put your um, email or phone number down, yeah, and we'll call you uh, Monday. Uh-huh. But there's uh, there's something that um, I just don't recall what it is now that uh, you can take that off. But as a lesson to that, uh, what you really want to pay attention to next time when you buy mulch, make sure that the mulch is composted. They came from un, um, mulch that was not composted, was still green. Yeah. And it basically just kind of, uh, you know, they call it gunshot and just, it just exploded. Um, and, uh, it's a tar that's in the wood that, that, uh, uh, they came off. And, uh, it is a mess and it is a lot of work to get rid of, but there is something that gets rid of it. Um, you, uh, you email, uh, you know, email us that and I'll, uh, we'll get you the, um, the name of that product. Do you mean there's something that we could spray on the mulch to kill it? No, no, that over there, you need you need to just go ahead and pick that up and move it, and then I would just go ahead and put the lime down. I would put hydrated lime on top of uh, the mulch so that it'll, it'll, it'll break it down faster. What it is, the mulch is green. Yeah. And that's why it's doing that. Uh-huh. Um, another thing that happens with that, that can really hurt your plants too. Um, but the first yeah. thing I would do now is, I would, you know, any of those uh, big patches, I would go ahead and okay. pick them up and get rid of those, and then just just put the lime, uh, uh, lightning lime, right on top of the mulch and okay. water it in. That will help it a lot. It'll stop the, you know, the 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 the, the spraying of yeah. the uh, of the uh, tar. Um, and then I said, well, then we'll, uh, we'll get you the name of the product you can use to, to clean that up because it is a mess. Yeah, so it's like putting down fresh uh, cuttings from a uh, tree. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that, is, that is the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, mulch has to be composted. If it's not composted, it becomes a, a real disaster, not only from a standpoint of what you just have, your, yeah. your son is experiencing, but that will kill your plants because it takes all the nitrogen right out of the ground. It depletes the ground of a nitrogen, and it just will starve the plants to death. Yeah, what's surprising is those spots on your house, 
you almost got to take a piece of sandpaper to get them off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I'd imagine a lot of people are having this trouble. Well, uh, it's really important that you know uh, when you get the bulk mulch, you really want to make sure that you know where you're getting it from. Make sure that it's com, it's composted. A lot of what a lot of these guys are doing, they're just basically getting uh, fresh trees. They grind them up, and three months later, that you know they're going and shipping it, and that's not it's not ready to go. Oh. It just that's basically yeah. what it's a quick process, but it's not the way it works. The way you know it takes six to nine months to compost that mulch minimum, and it has to be treated the right way. So uh, you want to make sure that whoever you know whoever you get that from that they are yeah. doing the, the property because if not, it really can become a very expensive uh, proposition to clean up. Now, I use the cedar mulch. Yeah, that, that you're not going to have a problem with that. No, I've never had it no, ever you, happen No, you, you won't have a problem with that. Well, thank okay. you for all your help, Andrew. All right. You have, have a great, great day. Week. Yeah, you, you have a great weekend. You do the same. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye now. Morning, Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Fine, thank you. Um, I have a um, limelight hydrangea that we purchased oh, maybe five years, so years ago, and I cut it back this spring, as you suggested, and it has grown back up. It's probably about four and a half to five feet tall already, and uh, I noticed about oh, two feet away from the main bunch of stems coming up that uh, there is one single stem that has grown, and it's probably five feet tall now, and it has actually um, burst into bloom, whereas the main uh, bunch of stems have not yet. There, there are buds on it, but it hasn't bloomed yet. Yep. Uh, is it possible to cut that um, one branch or stem that has come up and transplant it someplace else? I think it's coming off the main one of the main roots. No, 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 no. That that won't work. Uh, basically, what happens over there? This is what happens. So when you make the cut. Um, and you cut them, you know, back severely, like I've, uh, I suggested, you know, for you to do. Um, if there is a branch that, are, that only has one bud, so when you look, when you make the cut, the, those branches have several buds. Uh, that's how you get that big, beautiful, you know, full plant. But sometimes one of the bottom branches will only have one bud. So the one that only has one bud, all the energy goes into that bud. That's why it, it kind of it beats every everybody else up. Uh, gets bigger. Gets uh, that will also have a much bigger flower than the rest of them do. Um, so it, uh, it's, it's nothing that's, um, um, uh, you know, unusual. Uh, it, it does happen, but, uh, uh, the only difference between that one branch, where that branch came out of, is that whatever it came out of, that only had, the, that was the only bud there. So it's got much more energy than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, I would just, uh, you know, let it bloom. And then what I would do is when the bloom is, um, uh, uh, finished, I would cut that down, uh, two or three buds below that and let it reflush and it, that will rebloom again. Um, by, uh, uh, late September, I'll be back in bloom. Okay. And just what, uh, for next year, cut it back down to the ground. Uh, I would cut, cut it back just the way you did this year. Cut it down to like about uh, uh, six, seven inches, and uh, you're going to have a magnificent plant. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Angelo. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yeah, bye-bye. Morning, Gerard Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, have a raised bed garden and was wondering, um, well, 
It seems like I am weeding my walking paths more than I'm weeding the garden per se. Um, is it, can you, before I waste a whole bunch of preen, can you walk on it? Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, um, it, it seems like yeah, I, I mean, if you no, if, no, if you walk on it, no, yeah. it yeah, if you walk on it, you're breaking the uh, you're breaking the web, okay, so no, that studying. won't work. But this is what you could do, okay? Um, on your on your walk, uh, why don't you just get some uh, newspaper or sections of newspapers, lay that down, okay. and put just a little bit of mulch on top of the newspaper, and you don't have to worry about any weeds at all. Okay, yeah, I was good. Mine, if the preen wasn't going to work, I was going <laughs> to. See what sort of suggestion yeah, for walk for, yeah, for yeah. ground cover. I mean, that works really, really well, and that will keep every weed out of there, uh, keep it nice and uh, dry and uh, very easy to do. Okay. Um, you know, just get a, you know the sections, make sure you use a whole section, not just one sheet. Right, right. Um, now, uh, feather meal, what can you tell me about that? W- which one is that? Feather meal. Feather meal. Yes. Um, well, it, it's a great organic uh, a way to feed, uh, you know, to feed the uh, uh, herbs and, uh, uh, you know, especially all your uh, vegetables. It works phenomenal. It's it, it's it's a great great uh, uh, organic, uh, you know, uh, food supplement, and it works uh, outstanding. Great thing to use. All right. Now, does that uh, keep away the uh, little critters organically? I guess. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, because I. I, I for the first time in years, I have sunflowers that I guess have been eaten. We can't figure out by home. They're eating the leaves in the oh. stalks. And I'm like, deer don't uh, usually okay. go after yeah. sunflower stalks. Yeah, I would um, uh, I would also use uh, Captain Jack's Dead okay. Brew. Uh, that's, uh, you know, 100% organic. Um, and uh, it, 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 the sunflower that you have, is that a rebloomer? Uh it well, it's it's been coming back. Um, it's sending out. I mean, it. We lost the center stock, but yeah, we are getting some stocks. You're, 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 the you're getting new flowers. It'll off be of. it'll be a bush instead of one solid. Right. Okay. Yeah. These are um, these new varieties of sunflowers are absolutely spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually get to be uh, into a big ball um, of color. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, but like everything else, sunflowers, uh, you know, beetles like them. Uh, so you have to kind of stay a little bit ahead of it. Um, with uh, but uh, all you have to do, you know, you can use uh, neem oil or you can use uh, uh, Captain Jacks on there. Uh, make sure that you get the underneath of the leaves on those. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Have a great day. You too. Yeah. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Morning, Angelo. How um, we do? How we doing? I'm- I'm doing fine. Thank you. Love your show. Thank you so much. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to have to have waterproofing done this weekend, and I'm going to have to temporarily move peonies, pokers, balloon flowers, and daisies. Okay. uh, To hopefully be replanted in the same place within two weeks or so. Okay. So I know this is not the best time to do that, but uh, what's... What should I do okay, to the, this hopefully what, okay. get them to save them? Yeah, this is what you do. Uh, you know, cut them back, cut them down to like about four inches. Okay, mm-hmm. you cut all the all, all the all of them down to about four inches. When you dig them, you know, dig a little ball of soil with them. Uh, do you have trees? 
Yes. Uh, okay. Um, if you can uh, just kind of store them where they get some um, morning sun uh, and afternoon shade. So mm-hmm. kind of put the clumps all together and just uh, fill it in with mulch. Put a little bit of mulch around them. Um, the mulch will, will take care of the moisture. Um, and, uh, just, uh, you know, keep them, keep them moist. Um, I would go ahead and use a miracle Grow liquid, uh, as a, as a food supplement on them. Okay. So that, uh, they'll, they'll still be getting their energy from that. Um, and, uh, whenever they're done with the waterproofing, uh, just get the soil prepared and just take the clumps and, you know, place them back in there. Uh, they, they, they will survive very well with no problem. You just can't put them in the middle of, uh, where there is, uh, you know, they get sun all day. Uh, if they get that afternoon shade, uh, they will do, they'll do real well and, uh, and they will thrive very well. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, Angelo. Hello. Good morning, good morning. Angela. Good morning. How are we doing? Very good. I have a new house from last year and they, it's, um, it has all the landscaping done probably about 11 years ago, and there are spirea bushes that line the edge of the walkway. So early in the spring this year, I trimmed them back and tried to cut out a bunch of the dead branches, and they looked terrible, but then they filled in, and they filled in, oh, hugely, with all of the blooms and everything. Now they're hanging down on the ground, and I guess I didn't cut them back enough. My question is, can I do that again this fall, or, or no? No, I, I, I would do, I would do that right now. Right now. Yeah, do that now and cut them back. Cut them back uh, to a size of a basketball, like a twelve, uh, thirteen inch basketball. Okay. If I do that, I wonder if there's going to be anything green left on them. Okay. Then, then you know, take the. Uh, you don't have to cut them down that hard now, but you okay. can cut them, you know, down hard enough to where you have enough green. Feed them. They will be right back within two weeks. You're going to be full of foliage, and they'll be set buds to bloom again. Oh, okay. And then, right. and then, when it comes mid-September, do that again. Okay. And they will rebloom again in October. Great. Okay. Because I then, just didn't want to do then, it and then have it. And, and then next spring, uh, in March, at the end of March, cut them down to the size of like an eight-inch basketball. Okay. Take all their wood off, cut them back, cut them back hard, and just picture an eight to ten-inch basketball. That's what you want them to look like. And then you go inside. If there's any old wood, just go ahead and remove that old wood. They will be back beautifully they will be brand new and then if as soon as they get done blooming just go ahead and trim them back you know hard again they will come right back they will bloom again they get done blooming you should be able to get three blooms uh three cycles out of the spireas uh through the summer and fall and keep them keep them really beautiful looking okay perfect all right Thank you very much. You have a Thank great day. Help. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Morning, get our Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Uh, good, good, good. And your day is going great. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank I, you. I got a macrophilia hydrangea. Uh huh. And the flowers are starting to, you know, burn out. Burn out. Uh, go down. What do I do now? Cut the cut the flower down. Go down two nodes. Cut the flower off. And that will re-break and rebud, and uh, you should have flowers there again in uh, mid uh, mid September. 
Okay. Uh, feed them, feed them, uh, feed them holly tone and iron tone. Okay, I got that. That's it. That's all you have okay, to do. Okay, now, this is the biggest question here. Um, I have a good friend of mine uh, whose mother has got cancer and all that stuff, and she's like, the front of her house, all the azaleas, uh, they face west. Um, they they got attacked spider mite big time, about 80% of the leaves. Mm-hmm. I, I put in some um, some systemic um, Fine, spider mite stuff. Yep, okay. Are they going to rebreak or whatever? Yeah, they, they they will. Yeah, they will. Uh, just to make sure that you feed them. You know, feed them heavy with uh, holly tone and iron tone, and on the, go ahead and spray them again too. That's one spray generally uh, doesn't get it all. So just make sure you go ahead and uh, go ahead and do that again. Okay. The the front of the house is probably about oh, 25 feet wide, uh-huh. facing west, and it's uh, probably about a four foot depth. Um, bed from the sidewalk yeah. to the house, and there's space between these azaleas. Um, I, I would just go ahead. I would just go ahead and feed them, feed them, and spray them again. That will do the job. Okay, okay. And then, and then, is there anything that I can give her instant bloom? Because I took out her her uh, shrub rose. Yeah, I would go ahead. If you if you want something, to, I would get a uh, I'd get a either a little lime or a boboid ranger. Uh, they will. They're they're just now starting to bloom, and they are absolutely gorgeous. And they will keep on blooming. Uh, yeah. That would be a very good choice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to. You know, she's like. You know, everything's dying, and yep, I'm like, yep. okay, come on, yeah. I'll get you some yeah. flowers here, yep. one way yep. or the other. Here. Yep. But but go ahead and get her some of those. She'll love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, what What's the name of that again? A little lime or bobo. Okay. 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 Um, All right. I gotta go. I have to go. Oh, We're out of time. Yeah. All right. You, oh, you have yeah. a great day. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bye bye. Uh, the hour is pretty well over. Uh, have a enjoy the weekend. The weather is absolutely spectacular. Have a great day. I'll be back next Saturday. Bye bye.